Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to activespirituality.life. I am Susie Mazzoli, and Pamela Cuccinelli is going to let us know all about week 13, starting Monday, March 27th. This is uh, 2023, folks. We're zooming through. And um, after Pam, I will be back for our meditation. So, Pam, how are you doing? Happy uh, spring. And uh, what's up? Okay. Yes, indeed. That was a big week last week as we did the recording and talked about all those things that happened with the equinox, the new moon, and uh, the big activity of all the changes that we are experiencing. So how is everyone doing with that? How are we landing? Monday the 27th, the moon is in the sign of Gemini. And the energy that occurs at this point in time is very mixed in that we are buzzing along, we're full of ideas, a lot of things are popping. Switches are occurring. Uh, we're seeing a lot of information in the news, like big information, things that are getting revealed, um, coming through the shifts. It, it might feel like boom, 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 boom. And I, you know, I'd love to say it's all going to be like the age of Aquarius, gorgeous, singing, love. Let's all just get so excited about this. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of aspects of that. But meanwhile, there can be this deer in the headlights confusion about, I don't know where to go next. I don't know what to invest in, my money, my time, my energy, my love, my passion, my devotion. And so some of us may be feeling a tug in many different directions and not knowing which choice is the right one. And this is something I had to learn in my life and has impacted me in a tremendous way. And I'm going to share it with you now. <laughs> and depending on our horoscopes, how we're kind of hardwired and approach life, uh, some of us are incredibly decisive, know what we want to do, head towards goals, and that's what we do. So others are born with this kind of, uh, I don't really know what to call it, but this sense of, if I go that way, then I'll never know what happens that way. If I make a decision to do this, then I'm cutting off the opportunity to do all of that. 
And so for people who just look at life as being full of options and possibilities, choices are incredibly difficult to make. And I think one of the things that may be happening at this point in time for many of us and for some of us who have never had issues with choices, know exactly what we want to do or where we want to go or how we want to invest our time, money, love, and passion. It can feel like, I'm not quite sure anymore. (laughs) Things are moving very fast. Things are changing. The platelets are shifting. Uh, What do I do? Where do I go? And I will say to you, something I learned all those years ago, and that's make a choice. Because this is your present. This is the life that you have at this moment in time. And if you don't make choices, sooner or later, you may find yourself realizing, what did I ever aim for? What did I ever do? When we make choices, we might have to redirect, detour, go back to go. Of course, the landscape will look different different ago than it would have a year ago, three years ago, five years ago. But we need to move in our lives. So one thing I love about Monday the 27th is that a lot of options or different thoughts or ideas may come up. And you don't necessarily have to make a decision now, but know that making a decision is something that is going to move you forward. And on Monday, it might be just best to sit in the confusion to just kind of sit in the space of not exactly what sure is the right way and be okay with the shifting images or the possible opportunities and let it just gestate, let it just sit. If you have to make a decision for some reason, then make one that isn't necessarily like fixed in stone. That would be my strongest recommendation. If you must make a decision that is absolutely this time, check in with yourself, get very quiet, clear your brain, Do your best to not have any thoughts, worries, or concerns. And do a little meditation, soft in space. And when you come out of it, ask yourself, what's my first thought? And ideally, you'll know. So at 9.39 p.m., the moon goes void, of course. And... There's a lot of very charged energy going on this evening. That's uh, things shooting out of people's mouths, stuff being said, uh, 
and it's it's very hot, very dynamic, very exuberant. Once again, I would do my best to just sort of have the information come in and let it just cook. Because as the moon enters cancer at 622 a.m. on Tuesday the 28th, and all the times I give her Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. So at that point in time, we are getting into a much better space of decision-making, seeing how everything comes together. Earlier today, I was talking to an old friend about a painting I was working on. And when anyone who's ever painted or, or made something, there's a point in time when you're looking at it, well, there can be several points in time where you're looking at it, it's like, I'm just going to step back from this for a while and and let and look at it because I don't know where I'm going to put something next or what color or how it's going to come together. So that's pretty much what the 27th was giving us into the wee hours of the 28th. But once that moon enters Cancer then our ability to dream time, put it all together, intuitively know what to do, just really, really strengthens. And so I see uh, Tuesday and Wednesday as being very, very dynamic days for just knowing, just knowing this is what I want to do. This is what feels right purposeful, directive. This is my comfort zone, but not only my comfort zone, but what I know I was born to do. It's very, very strong. And it can be even stronger for people who have a lot of water or earth in their horoscope, water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, uh, Pisces, earth signs, Taurus, Capricorn, or Virgo. Because what's happening is that moon and cancer is infusing us with a sense of place. And what I love about it is it's got this, I think Wednesday is the more challenged day, I'll say that, where we might be feeling, oh, this is going, I should do this, or, or oh boy, that looks compelling, or maybe that's a good idea. Let me put that in. So it might be, it's kind of when you're making the stew or the soup and got a lot of different flavors going. And once again, you want it to cook for a while so that they can all come together and then you taste it and determine how oh, it needs a little cumin. Oh, this might be good to add. So that's Wednesday. Uh, very, very nice for having things come together, but again, you you might want to let it let it cook a bit and dream space this night. Fabulous for really helping us do that morning wake up or coming out of the space and thinking ah and jotting down that inspiration or thought. And on Thursday, the 30th, it is a fabulously creative day. 
very good for pulling down ideas or things that kind of come out in the blue and wow, there it is. I have now pulled it out of the ether and I know where I am. A very highly creative day, very fruitful is the right word. And I'll just throw this out there for those of you who are working on fertility or creative ideas. It's a very good day for kind of that kind of having the insemination happen and, and things come to fruition. Fabulous for that. 30th, the, the real juicy time runs from 9.45 in the morning till 6.30. Um, is that right? Yeah. 6.30 in the evening, and what's going on then is the moon is void, of course. So the moon is void, of course, is of 9.45 a.m. in the sign of cancer. And why this is particularly yummy is because the moon is considered exalted in the sign of cancer. So when it's void, of course, it can be particularly fertile for things that we invite in and it's not necessarily your own direction and push it's more being available to what's out there to kind of water the seeds and get things going so the moon enters leo at 6:35 p.m. on thursday the 30th and this also is a really lovely time for ideas, for connection, it spills into the weekend. Oh my gosh, how much fun, which I think we all need some fun. Don't we need fun? So as we look at Friday the 31st, that is just really lovely for uh, connecting thoughts, playfulness, being with young children, lovely time to cook those creative ideas, uh, art, painting, singing, drama, any creative process, working with a bunch of people where you're throwing around thoughts and trying to uh, solve problems. Excellent for that. Humor should be good. Playfulness should be good. Sense of let's do something that is going to benefit everybody. Just very nice. Uh, fire signs, air signs, going to be particularly jazzed. Fire signs may, uh, if they're over the top, suck a lot of oxygen out of the room. That's okay. Again, with humor, you can adjust, uh, uh, work everybody in certain ways so that everybody gets their say. And it can be a very wonderfully healing time. Fabulous for people who maybe need to be listened to or have a sense that their ideas aren't appreciated or shared enough or understood enough. It can be absolutely great for that. Wonderful for confidence building with children, young people. I, I, I can't stress enough the 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 Again, we're in the waxing moon cycle, so there's a sense of what ideas do we want to grow? What do we want to bring in, make happen, pop out with this energy that's moving with the, the spring equinox and so many things that have 
started to pop and enter consciousness where we're we're just feeling so much more connected to the the benefits of being connected. I think one thing that well the pandemic which has created a lot of tangents and offshoots and the polarization that we're still working through all that stuff one of the other things that it really um, emphasized for many people is this sense of we need community we need to figure out what those communities are how to emphasize how to uh, how to work more together of course you have the antithesis of that as well but with Pluto and Aquarius now, we are seeing those pieces of what does this look like. And so with this moon in the sign of Leo, one of the things that it does as it travels along that is that it will engage early on with the opposition to Pluto, which happens on Thursday. So that sense of, oh, yeah, well, you know, how does the individual voice be heard in this love of community. Well, this is all about the second millennium, really. This is where we're at. You know, we had the tribal culture and then we had the one millennium, which was all about celebrating the individual, building skyscrapers, egocentric. And now we're in the two, which is how do we balance how do we come into equilibrium? And we don't want just total tribal culture. Well, some of us do, but that's kind of the, been this increased like polarity of, well, this is my tribe. No, this is my tribe. This is my tribe. But what, we, what we're growing into ideally is celebrating the individual contributions within the collective, I think. I think that's where the conscious evolution is, is going. And whether we do that or not, we're still in early stages, is, you know, we'll see. But certain energetic days really push this. And so that's part of what happens the 30th, 31st, Saturday, the 1st, April Fool's Day, is just can we do this? This kind of jack-in-the-box, these ideas, the celebration of healthy ego expression, real creativity, which uh, we have to decide, are we going to allow real creativity or are we going to teach our children in the time before they're pre-verbal? Here, here's my phone, here's my iPad, lose yourself in this game instead of getting into a sense of being bored so that you open up to your own innate creativity. <laughs> I used to say to my girl when she was little, I'm bored. I'd say boredom is a sign of a lack of imagination. And I truly believe that. So we get to make these decisions about our young people. What are we teaching them? Are we teaching them, you know, go out in nature, stare at a flower, celebrate your brain? Get that, get into that sense of boredom, 
so that you can push into something even more amazing. So that's what we can invite in on these days. So April Fools, what is harboring inside of you that wants to pop out, gestate, be born? And I think that we can push that. And this day just becomes so popping as of 8.06, especially if we're feeling, oh, nobody's listening. Oh, I'm not being heard. Oh, I'm not that creative. I don't know what Pamela's talking about. I'm trying to come up with these ideas and nothing's happening. Let yourself play. Let yourself experience this amazing world that is being born at every moment. And what do we do with that? What, what happens from it? And I just think this is an incredibly celebratory, wonderful day that can be experienced. And the moon goes void, of course, at 2.03 a.m. Sunday the 2nd. And it enters Virgo at 6.57 a.m. And this is when, okay, Sunday, now we get to do all the work that comes with whatever ideas or genius moments we had. Because there's always some work that comes with it. So it takes application and focus and direction. Being kind to your body, which may be part of the work. It's like, okay, sleep, good food, exercise. Let me, let me implant these ideas firmly in my body. So then I'm making cellular changes so that I... Uh, one of the things I have old friends visiting, we've been talking about habits and how hard they can be to change. So on Sunday the 2nd, if there's some habit or something that you want to you wanna tweak or, or, or change or redirect, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to do on the 2nd, but you can start to bump through those initial switches to really move with that creativity that might have been starting to erupt for you this past week. Enjoy it. And now I turn it over to Susie. Enjoy the creativity. I love it, I love it, I love it. Thank you, Pam. Okay, everyone, time for our meditation, our contemplation. So I invite you just to take a few deeper breaths allowing ourselves to arrive and be present and just feel the strength, feel the energy in your body. And when we think about it, there is a lot of energy in our body, even if we feel exhausted or tired or just want to be a couch potato or maybe we do have a lot of energy and we can go and run a marathon, there's always a lot of energy moving around in our bodies, just completing the basic tasks of keeping this physical body going, the heart pumping, the neurons firing, the food digesting, all of that all of that energy in this amazing, we have all of this energy pumping around in our bodies all of the time. 
this amazing biological body full of life. We are this fantastic organism that is full of life, full of movement, full of thoughts, full of spirit and full of creativity. I invite you now to place your hands on your abdomen, on your lower belly, so just beneath your belly button, and you can place your hands one on top of the other or you can place them just on the two sides. And this is our second chakra. And in the system that I use, this is the colour orange. It is the colour of a beautiful, bright, vibrant orange. And the second chakra represents the element of water, of being in flow, of allowing flow. And the second chakra is a very big chakra in our body. It's responsible for our sexual organs. It's responsible for all of the things that flow, looking at water, blood, the lymphatic system. So it has to do also with our immunity and with our urinary tract system, all those physical things. And on the mental, emotional level, it has to do with our feelings and with our thoughts of creativity, our ability to be creative. And you can see the link here between our reproductive system creativity and our thoughts creativity. So our creativity in anything, whether we're using it in an artistic way or a functional way, a structural way, this is that energy in our bodies, in the energy in us as an animal, as a mammal, the energy in us that makes us very, very different to all of the other animals in our world. So as you're holding your hands now on this second chakra, visualize behind your hands a giant ball, like the size of a basketball, a giant ball of orange light. Vibrant, strong and full. And just allow yourself to really feel the fullness and the expansion of creativity in you, in your personal life, in your personal being, in your personal mind. Where is it that I express creativity? It could be through your own private life, it could be through your professional life, it could be through what you do every day, it could be what you do sometimes on the weekends. So what is it that you are doing that is creative? 
that you are creating with your own mind, with your own body, with your own thoughts, with your own hands. Because if we are not creating, if we are not engaged with the act of creation, that energy within us starts to backfire. It starts to go backwards. It starts to misfire and it can cause problems in our system. It can cause physical issues. It can cause mental and emotional issues. So let's make sure that we are allowing for flow, that we are giving space that we are giving an opportunity for this tremendous creative power that we have as human beings to be expressed. And if we think, oh, I'm not artistic or I'm not good at this or I'm not good at that, find a place where you can express that creative energy without judgment, without comparison, without it needing to be something or somewhere or for someone, but from us, from me. And it can be a small creative project. You could be baking cookies, writing down your thoughts, or you could be composing a concerto. You could be building a house or making a Norwegian sweater. Allow that creativity to move. Allow it to be in flow. And now visualize your entire body in that orange light, that orange light of creation, creativity. Allow it to be that orange light now of flow and visualize your entire body inside a bubble of orange light and feel everything flowing, all of the blood, all of the lymph, everything being delivered to the cells, the waste being taken away from the cells, all of the systems in your body working well and easily and with health. And you can do this meditation yourself just to concentrate and bring focus to the second chakra to increase your immunity visualizing yourself as in flow, in this bubble of orange light, knowing that your body is strong and capable. And perhaps if you have any health issues, just visualize this orange light on a daily basis, helping your body to be strong, And now see this orange light reaching out from you, out to all sentient beings everywhere. May all sentient beings be happy and creative. May we all find creative ways to bring peace, 
to bring happiness, to bring health to all beings everywhere. See this orange light encompassing our entire world, that our world is healthy in flow and balanced. Gently taking a deep breath, opening our eyes. Thank you everyone so much for being with us. See you all next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.